This is Beware the Donated Mango. Everybody, welcome. Hello and welcome to show number four of Beware the Donated Mango. I am your host, Maria Smith. Hello everyone, I hope everyone is fine and dandy. We've got a cracking show for you today. Coming up, we've got fiction by Matt Sandborn Smith. Matt. Then we've got, well, nothing else aside from me waffling on. But it's cracking. Today's show is one of them personal shows I promised way back when, when we was trying to fill the mango coffers back in May. Today's show is for Mr. Parish Salansky. Oh, I'm sure I butchered that name, Parish. He asked us to attempt a jolly accent in honor of the great Tony C. Smith. Good name, that one. It's also Parish's birthday today. Happy birthday, sir. Forgive me if the voice sounds a bit rough today. Got a touch of the man flu. I was just sucking on a fisherman's friend before recording. His name's Charles. We've become quite close, honestly. So today's story is by Matt Sanborn Smith. Let me give you a little heads up on Matt. Matt Sanborn Smith is a speculative fiction writer living in South Florida. His fiction has appeared in such places as Tor.com, Nature, Cheezine, and most recently, A Diabolical Plots. There's a name for yours. You couldn't mention Starship Sofa, Matt. He is a regular contributor to this podcast and, in fact, couldn't possibly contribute to it any more than he already does. Today's story is narrated by Matt Sanborn Smith. Go on, Matt. A little bit on narrator. Matt Sanborn Smith is a speculative fiction writer living in South Florida. I'm just gonna fix this part up a bit for you, Matt. His fiction has appeared at Starship Sofa, Starship Sofa, and Starship Kin Sofa. So without further ado, Beware the Donated Mango is proud to present... Professor Nutty by Matthew Sanborn Smith Professor Abraham Lincoln Carver was nuts about nuts. I mean the non-testicular kind. You people have been listening to this show too long. Also the non-twisting onto a bolt kind. I'm talking about the walnut, chestnut, Brazil nut types of nuts. He grew angry whenever reporters said he was carrying on the good work of his great-great-step-grandfather-in-law George Washington Carver. Their last names were just a coincidence. The old man was working with peanuts, and peanuts weren't really nuts. They were legumes. He, on the other hand, was doing a serious nut job here. He wasn't looking for new products to help farmers and the southern economy. Abe was unlocking the secrets of a universe beneath our own through the fantastic experiments with high-speed hazelnut accelerators. Abe could prove the multiverse was overseen by the 19 celestial nut princesses, and there was a tiny shell at the center of everything that, if it could be broken, could change the laws of physics and would give gymnasts a third foot just to the left of the middle of their backs, which would let them do things on the parallel bars that would make the skies rain down with chunky tomato sauce and mayonnaise. He injected himself with secret cocktails full of radioactive nut juice, which he believed would make him the greatest stock analyst in all of Chicago. The spookiest part was that he lived in Seattle. But before he could unlock the secrets of puncturing the shell at the center of everything, his college's board of ethics soon discovered his forbidden studies and Abe was thrown out of macadamia. A distraught Abraham wandered from bar to bar, drinking what was left over in other people's glasses even if it was a cigarette butt and some loogies. His part-time girlfriend, knowing his family's propensity for loogie-holism, tried to cheer him up with a different kind of bar. She offered him a Reese's Nutrageous candy bar. Knowing nothing of the candastic world, he enthusiastically tore into its nuts. But in moments, Abe realized the Nutrageous bar was packed with peanuts. Abraham Lincoln Carver was filled with nut rage. 
His blood boiled with months full of nut juice injections. He grew in size and strength, and his skin turned a sickly pistachio green. He became the incredible Filbert, and he tore up the city. Mayor Murray put out the call for a superhero to deal with this super menace, and the city's lone superhero answered the call. Unfortunately, the city's lone superhero was sponsored by planters and was a human-sized version of Mr. Peanut. Filbert went through the roof. The mayor immediately regretted having put that roof over the city, but really, he should have regretted it back when the first few airplanes had crashed through it. The incredible Filbert and Mr. Peanut made their signature moves. They both went for the nut shot. They were immediately taken out of the fight and out of existence. Mr. Peanut was honored by the city as a true hero, and Filbert was ground into nut butter to feed the workers who tirelessly rebuilt the city. The coroner's report stated that the cause of death for both was mixed nuts. There you go. Matt, the thing about that story is it's kind of shocking, isn't it? You're not going to get into Ashimov's with a story like that, Matt. Forget what I said about it being cracking. I mean, that bit about the Incredible Filbert. I heard that and I was kind of... Eh? Oh, just joshing, Matt. You're a star. If you was here, I'd give you a great big hug. Actually, since I'm Matt, you are here. Come on. Give us a great big hug, you old bugger. Oh, mmm. Oh, mmm. Give the people what they want. A little mat on mat action. Been going on since we was 12 and 3 quarter year old, right beneath parents' bedroom. What's that you're getting up to down there, son? Nothing, mom. Have you folks out there seen Matt? Stunning. Right. Email with Matthew at BewaitheHarryMango.com or BewaitheHarryMango at gmail.com. Matt, man, do you really need two email addresses for the number of emails you're getting? I looked into it, sir. You don't even need one. The SF and SF signal stands for Starship Fucking Sofa, man. Over 300 bloody episodes and it's SF signal this and SF signal that. What's next? We're only about four minutes into this show and already I'm fed up. Come visit us on Twitter at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. See that? You're all over the place, man. Why not twitter.com slash beweatherheadymango? You just... Gah! Come around sometime and I'll sit you down and we'll go through this together. Just in time for your last show. Come see us on Tumblr at beweatherheadymango.tumblr.com. See, now that's more like it. Kind of like rolls off the tongue. Donate to the show and keep the old bird running. Whatever you can afford, support the show, cheap as chips. This podcast plops down in its easy chair and dreams about what adventures it could have if it just got up off its backside and wandered round by the pub down the street and just sat there for a few hours. Much the same, except there's a point in a curry. Until Tony C. Smith forgives me for this shocking accent, this'll be your somewhat stunning host, Matt Sanborn Smith, telling all of yous the shallow end of the gene pool doesn't cause nearly as much trouble for we as the gene koozie. And is good night from me.